0: This is the East Idaho Prepcast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the East Idaho Prepcast breaking down districts 5 and 6 week in week out here on IdahoSports.com. My name is Brandon Bainey and we are joined by Sean Kane, our resident East Idaho expert. What's up Sean? How you doing?
1: Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing pretty good. You know when it rains It pours, right? (laughs) Multiple things going on, but we're here and, uh, you know, district girls basketball action is finishing up and uh, heating up.
0: Yes, uh, we are going to, of course, uh, go through all the girls basketball district brackets and maybe touch on a couple of boys basketball noteworthy matchups that happened over the past week. But overall, uh, we'll, we'll get you in and out as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, because we're both busy guys, we got a lot going on. There's, the- I mean, we're we're coming up on this three week sprint to the finish. Where next week it's state girls basketball, the following week is state wrestling, and then three weeks from today is state boys basketball. So I mean, it's it's going to be nuts here as we sprint to the finish line. So if you are watching this East Idaho Prepcast on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, uh, I am going to be sharing my computer screen. We'll pull up all the girls' district brackets there, and you can follow along that way. Maybe make your screen full size so it's a little easier to see. Uh, If you are listening at idahosports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, no worries. We've got uh, all of our district brackets right on the homepage at idahosports.com, and you can follow along there. So let's start with the stuff that's done and dusted. I think the biggest story, Sean, from the from the postseason so far has been Rigby and oh, yeah. Thunder Ridge. What has happened to Thunder Ridge? The Titans went undefeated in the regular season. Then they lose to Rigby last week in the undefeated semifinal uh, in a tight game, 53-48. And then last night, they lose by 20, 71-51. So Rigby wins the district. They clinch the automatic bid to State. And now Thunder Ridge has to play Mountain View on Saturday at Burley High School just to advance to state.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if there's a team that you could that you would think could beat Thunder Ridge would be Rigby. But I would have never guessed um, I would have never bet any money on last night's outcome by 20 points. But, you know, it looked like Rigby came out just on all cylinders and firing and, um I think Rigby likes to play at home. I mean, they they played really tight games against Thunder Ridge at home. And, uh, yeah, they put down their muscle. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really, really surprising. You have Thunder Ridge, you thinking, maybe he's going all the way. And now they've got to play one more game. But, you know, on th- that being said, I, I really like their chances against Mountain View to make it to state. And, uh, um, you know, you could I, – I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Thunder Ridge and Rigby in the final.
0: Yeah, that that could possibly uh I'm trying to think of how that would work if they got to the state. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they'd be on opposite sides. Uh we, we do a daily update, a daily bracketology update on Idahosports.com where you know here are the teams that have officially qualified for state. Um, here are the teams we think will qualify for state, and here's what the matchups would look like if state started today. Um Thunder Ridge, if they got there, would be the number two seed overall. Rigby uh provided Thunder Ridge gets there would be the number four seed. So that's kind of how we have it projected. Uh, so they would be on opposite sides of the bracket. And I mean if you just look at the point totals here, um Rigby an offensive explosion. They they scored 40 in their first round win over Madison, 53 in the win over Thunder Ridge, and then 71 last night. They must have shot the lights out.
1: Yeah, they they you know they went on some big runs, a couple 7-0 runs. Um, I think at one point they were up twelve zero in the first quarter. So, I think that that start at the in the first quarter where they're up by twelve zero really catapulted them. Rigby on that on that side, yeah.
0: So, congratulations to the Rigby Trojans and Coach Todd Barber back at state, and this time as the district champions. They don't have to sweat it out with the play-in game. So, uh, congratulations to the Trojans and good luck to the Titans on Saturday against Mountain View. Other district championships that have been clinched. Let's go to the 3A ranks. Let's start in District 6, where uh, this is a game I was at on Monday, Sean. Sugar Salem playing Teton in the district championship game, one versus two. Teton was up by 15 at one point in the first quarter. Sugar never panicked. They stayed the course late in the game. They started applying the pressure defensively, put it on the full court press. That led to a couple of turnovers and some easy buckets. It comes down to basically. Kennedy Gillette fouled with nine seconds to play in a tie game. 46 all sinks, both free throws. Teton gets the ball. They come down the floor. They lose it underneath it. it goes out of bounds with eight tenths of a second left. Teton's inbounding under their own basket. Uh, Abby Barkdell gets a good look at a 15 foot jump shot, hits the front of the rim and spins out. And so sugar wins by two.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of knew that. <laughs> that that game was going to be um a close for sure and uh yeah congratulations to sugar salem um able to you know win that district championship in advance and you know teton will go on to teton will have to play two games right to make it now that the the double play in which we've talked about before but yeah that's that's a great job I, i think teton is really good team as well you know it's probably a case where you know you'd like to see both teams at state but that's just how the cards lay sometimes.
0: I I really like Teton. They they were I was very impressed watching them live and in person for the for the first time. Um, they've got some good size underneath, um, and and Abby Bardol, the sophomore, led all scores with 19 points in that game for Teton, uh, or, or led the Teton side. Uh, Kennedy Gillette of Sugar led all scores with 29 points, and in the process, Sean she crossed a thousand points for her career. Um, she needed seven points uh, coming into the game to hit a thousand. She got to seven on a free throw midway through the second quarter. Sugar Salem head coach, Crystal Daly, then called the timeout. Um, so Kennedy could be recognized and, um, for her accomplishments, she got to keep the game ball. It was a really cool deal to see. And then it's always nice when you can get a win off of that as well. So you mentioned Teton, uh, will play in the regional play in game Thursday night at skyline at seven o'clock and they will take on Marsh Valley as we pivot to the District 5 bracket in 3A hoops. Snake River. So how about this? Uh, Marsh Valley plays uh, American Falls in the opening round, and the Beavers win 51-40. to 40. Then they meet up, what is that, six days later, five days later, in a loser-out game, and Marsh Valley knocks out the Beavers by a point, 49-48, sets up a district championship between Snake River and Marsh Valley snake wins that easily 51-22 so congratulations to Snake River they advance to state uh, just like Sugar does and Snake River will be the number 1 overall seed at the 3A state tournament i know this is a team you like a lot Sean.
1: yeah you know i've seen snake river i i, I really like their chances they have you know they have some good size and just one of the one of the great shooters in the league right now too and i think snake river is got a good chance to win and um yeah it'll be really it'll be really interesting to see i i think i like uh teton to come out of that double bracket thing to make it to the tournament it kind of is my was where i would go so but yeah snake river is just firing all cind- cylinders at the right time and i i think they'll have a good chance of winning it all
0: Yeah, I I put them right up there with anybody in terms of winning the 3A state tournament. Uh, So Teton will play Marsh Valley uh, Thursday night at Skyline in a regional play-in game. The winner of that will then play the third-place team from District 3. Uh, That will be either Fruitland or McCall Donnelly. Um, I like Teton better than both those teams, personally, if the Timberwolves were to get there. So uh, we will keep an eye on that. Uh, Let's go to 2A girls basketball. And again, we'll start in District 6, the Nuke, the Nuclear Conference. Sean, this is a game that I was at last night for idahosports.com, the District 6 championship game between North Fremont and Ryrie. It was close after a quarter. Ryrie kind of pulled ahead in the second quarter. Then North Fremont outscores Ryrie in the third, to 14-7 to get back to within five. And just when you thought North Fremont was going to climb that hill, Ryrie hits a couple of threes, uh, to, to put the game on ice. They made just enough from the outside to, to come up with the win. Uh, Ryrie wins 44 to 36. So Ryrie advancing to state, this is their seventh district championship in a row, Sean. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, they were, you know, they're the C se- preseason favorites, right? I think they kind of had some bumps in the roads, Ryrie, and they're kind of able to, you know, manage the storm and, And found their way, uh, you know, back to state and winning the district championship, you know, seven times in a row is, is no easy feat. Trust me. I know, you know, you just, there's so many intangibles that happens in basketball. So congratulations to them. And uh, yeah, if you can do anything seven times in a row, that's, that's an accomplishment in itself. But I'm sure they're hungry for a little more, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, McKinley Bond was our IdahoSports.com player of the game, the, the the six-foot center for Ryrie. She had 13 points. Uh, Bree Scott played very well for, for Ryrie as well. And I think what I'm most impressed by with Ryrie is they switch their defenses a lot, Sean. They go from a man-to-man defense and an, and an aggressive extended man-to-man defense to a 2-3 zone, to a half-court trap, to a full-court press, and they interchange it. Depending on the possession, I mean, they they seamlessly transition from one defense to another, and it can cause an opponent a lot of fits. I could see, you know, North Fremont had played Ryrie four times now, and so they're they're kind of used to it. I could see Ryrie getting to state and playing somebody that hasn't seen them, and I could see that their defense causing some problems uh, for the opponent.
1: Yeah, definitely hard to you know scout that. When you watch film, you can see. um they play different defense, but when you're in the actual end game and a team can do that, that's, that's a big difference. I've seen that a couple times this year where teams have been able to switch up from a man to, to zone to kind of force teams into shooting threes. Right. And if, and if they don't hit the threes, then um, you're in a really good spot to win or, or at least kind of hold some possessions.
0: Yeah. So congratulations to Ryrie. And now for North Fremont, um, you know, they have been the projected, uh, play-in-game winner on our bracketology since we started doing it. I really do think North Fremont's got a fantastic uh, chance to get to state. And if that happens, Sean, there's a good chance that Ryrie and North Fremont are playing again in the first round um, for what would be the fifth time this year. In a bit of an odd twist, North Fremont would be the four seed Ryrie would be the five seed, even (laughs) though Ryrie has beaten them four times this year, max preps, I guess Um, North Fremont will have to play the second place team, from District Five. The District Five championship is happening tonight, Sean. As we take a look at the District Five bracket now, it is Soda Springs, the one seed, West Side, the three seed. We had some nuttiness in this tournament where Malad was the two-seed and they went two and out. They lost to West Side right away, 46-38. And then Bear Lake played their absolute best game of the season on Saturday night. Bear Lake, the four seed knocked out Malad 61 to 56. It was a great win for what is a very young Bear Lake team and something that maybe can sustain them through the off season um, because then they came back and played West side, pretty tough Monday night in the third place game. I mean, West side only won 56 to 48. So now you've got West side and soda matching up again. Soda won the first matchup in the undefeated semifinal 49 to 18. So, I mean, I think Soda probably wraps it up tonight. And then you've got West Side playing North Fremont more than likely in that play-in game. They played twice in the regular season, Sean. North Fremont won both games, I think by 4 and then by 7. So two pretty tight games.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, that's a that's gonna be um an interesting matchup if that's what plays out yeah Soto you know we thought soto Springs would kind of be able to win this district but besides that a lot of those teams kind of played each other evenly through the year so um nice job by West side to give themselves an opportunity to make it to state and I think that if that's what plays out which i, I I'd be pretty confident that you'll have west uh west side North Fremont I think that'll be a fantastic matchup and man I you know I don't know. I don't know who you picked there. Both teams kind of, kind of coming, coming into their uh, uh, best playing right at the right time. So it could be a, a good game. And I always think, like I've said this before, those playing games are weird. Where you go somewhere and there's no, there's not the crowd normally, right? It's just different. And uh, I, you know, I just like the team that can bring their own energy in those playing games. There, it's kind of a weird environment.
0: Yeah, and they're gonna play at Pocatello High on Saturday, I assume at the Palace, right? They've or would yeah. they play it at the pitch, what do you think?
1: Um yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean the the Pocatello Thunder girls play in the palace, so I mean if they keep it on par with what the girls oh. do, I would say the palace. But um I you know I don't know what <laughs> what I maybe it, maybe it depends on if there's any boys' games or anything. I don't know. But they've got two options. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, they've got they've they've got options, that's for sure. Um the other district championship that was wrapped up this was on Monday night. Uh 1AD1 District 5 and 6 Grace played Butte County. We had this game on idahosports.com. Grace wins the district title 54 to 33. Tenley Walker was our idahosports.com player of the game. She had 14 points and 7 steals in the win. For the Grizzlies, so Grace wins the district, but they're not at state yet. They still have to win, and I hate this. It's that's so disres- crazy.
1: It's crazy that that's even a thing, right? That you win the district championship and you have to play another game. I can't. It's. That's I know so, I saw this before, but I'm looking at it now and I can't believe it. It's
0: so disrespectful. I feel. I feel like, but anyways, uh, this, this happened in volleyball as well. Um, where Grace had to win that play-in game. Um, so Grace will play the third-place team from District 3. That will be either Rimrock or Wilder, probably going to be Rimrock. They were the two-seed at their district tournament and got upset um, in the semifinals. Um, But we like Grace to advance. Grace is they're, – they're good. Pack it in. Um They play Canyon Ridge – they play at Canyon Ridge on Saturday at 1 o'clock. So that's what – has officially been clinched. And now let's go to what is still out there on the table. We'll just keep it at the 1A level here, Sean. The 1A-D2 District 5 and 6 uh, tournament has gone pretty much according to plan,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the exception of Water Springs, the 5 seed being now in the Final Four. So tonight you've got uh, the 3rd and 4th place game, Ledor hosting Water Springs um, at 7 o'clock at Ledor. And then you've got the District Championship, Rockland hosting Mackey tonight at six o'clock and then the whoever wins that rockland mackie game will be your district champion the loser of that game will play the winner of led and water springs um for that final spot to state and that will be on saturday but same story here rockland mackie Ledor, three really good teams water springs has really come on at the end of the year um it could go to anybody
1: yeah you know i obviously we like rockland um I think that take the district championship, but between out of Mackey and Ledor and Water Springs, I mean, I don't know. I I, I want to lean towards Mackie because they've played um, some good games this year, but I I think you've got some good matchups there, and it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, oh, there's my iTunes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what are you listening to, Brandon? <laughs> hey,
0: you know, uh, when, I, when when you're uh, in, in the throes of uh, postseason district basketball, you've got to get fired up. Um, and I I will just say, last night I was at Thunder Ridge uh, for, for that Ryrie-North Fremont district championship game. Music was on point. A lot of 80s classics, music they got me fired up. So uh, I don't know if that was Travis Hobson or if that was Matt Harris, the athletic director at Ryrie, he was the tournament director. But between the two of them, fantastic job on the music last night. So, <laughs> I,
1: you know, I've made recommendations. So, I, I usually tell people you can't go wrong with the 80s rock, you know? Yeah, it was, it, was, <laughs> it, was,
0: it was good stuff for sure. All right. And that just leaves 4A, Sean, class four. Not a single team has clinched a spot in the 4A state tournament yet. Which is bad news for you and I because we're going to be broadcasting the 4A state tournament for IdahoSports.com. We can't do any prep yet. Yeah, you, know,
1: you, you sent out that email and I'm like, oh, I could start. Oh, wait, none of these are done. <laughs> I honestly did that. I'm like, oh, I know some of these people. I could um start figuring this out. Oh, wait, none of these are even close yeah. to being done, really. Super I mean, frustrating, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, um, which is interesting because most of them are, are small brackets really besides the Magic Valley's bracket is pretty big. But the rest of them, I feel like could be pretty close to being done. But, you know,
0: as <laughs> things come to those who wait, let's start with the High Country Conference District six. Uh, you've got, it was last night in a loser out game, Idaho Falls beat Bonneville 53 to 39. And by the way, first loser out game of the tournament, Bonneville ends skyline season 57 to 54. So skyline, we talked about it it had been kind of a head scratching season. They just never seemed, it was like on paper, they looked really good, but on the court, it just never really came together for skyline this year. Uh, they go two and out at districts. So congratulations to Bonneville for getting the win there.
1: Yeah and uh with that being said I remember saying I felt like Idaho Falls was kind of a sneaky team in this in this bracket and sure enough you know they they beat Skyline the first round they lost to Shelley in a close game 45-36 and now Idaho Falls plays Bonneville but you you have to give some credit to Bonneville you know you're the last team in the district and you find a way to come up with some wins and you know but you know Idaho Falls got them in that game but Idaho falls hillcrest and that's tonight that'll be a good game i think as well and then i think the biggest matchup for us is to kind of find out what happens with the Shelley and blackfoot right because i mean i guess it doesn't matter if they both make it because of max preps but um i think the shelly and blackfoot kind of where they what what happens to them in going into that for a state bracket it is going to really either mix it up a whole bunch or not mix it up a whole bunch. Right. I mean, it kind of has a lot of implications.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about, you know, they use the max preps regular season rankings to seed the teams at state. Um, When you look at the final where everybody ranked, Shelly was one. Blackfoot was two. Hillcrest was five. Idaho falls was seven. So all four of those teams in the top seven teams, According to Max Preps, this is kind of the same thing happened in football this year, Sean. With this conference, remember we were talking yeah. about Skyline and Blackfoot and Shelley and uh, Bonneville, and and they were all like kind of clustered together there amongst the top, uh, you know, Max Preps teams, and so. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Uh, so Hillcrest hosts Idaho Falls Thursday night, 7 o'clock. And then Shelly hosts Blackfoot in the district championship game uh, at Shelley High School, 7 o'clock. Sean, we will be broadcasting that game on idahosports.com. We're going to have Lance Taylor and Josh Magali on the call there from Shelley for what should be a really good game between the Broncos and the Russets. So we will keep our eyes peeled there. Two bids to state. Uh, still up for grabs from that district. And then finally, District 5. Uh, it has been all chalk so far. Pocatello beat Century in a close game last Thursday in the undefeated semifinal, 48-36. to Century dispatches Preston last night in a loser-out game, 50-26. to So it sets up Century and Pocatello Thursday night, 7 o'clock, at Pokey High. If Pokey wins, they're the district champs. They go to state. If Century wins, it forces the... Winner-take-all, if necessary, game Saturday. And that would be at the Snake Pit if Century won, right?
1: Yeah, that would be. I mean, both teams have, you know, the first game was kind of a blowout. The Thunder won, but the rest of the games, it's, you know, you've had an overtime game in regular season. Um, The game last Thursday at Pocatello, Century got in, got in with, like, got it to about three or five, and it was close. And so, I mean... tomorrow night it's going to be it's going to be a a crazy game nonetheless i think it's just going to be a a good game hopefully and but i always think you know and i i always think it's hard to beat someone two times in a row but you know the thunder are are a really good team um and and century is a a good team down inside and i think it'll just be you know it'll be a good matchups there but you know i think it's hard to beat a team twice
0: Yes, uh, that is for certain. We, uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned. Um, but again, nothing has been clinched yet at the 4A level from East Idaho. So that's what's going on in girls' district hoops. And again, you can watch Blackfoot and Shelly play Thursday night here on idahosports.com. All right, I wanted to touch on a couple of boys' basketball matchups just because we've gotten over the last week, Sean, basically one versus two in a number of districts. Um, I think most notable is probably Pocatello and Preston meeting again last Friday night. Uh, That was in Preston. Pokey got out of there with the 51 to 50 win. So they have now beaten Preston twice this year by a combined total of six points.
1: Yeah, it was And that game was, that game was crazy. You know, you had again, kind of like the previous matchup, Preston was kind of controlling the game. They were up most of the game. Um, fourth quarter comes around and it's a uh, Bowie time, right? Bowie hit some threes. Well, he didn't hit some threes. He got fouled, um, on some three point attempts that really swung the game one early in the fourth quarter. He got fouled and that was like, he got fouled on a three and he made it. And uh, that was a four point swing. And then at the end of the game, um, with just, you know, just a few seconds left, uh, Bowie goes up and they call a foul with no time with like eight tenths of a sec seconds remaining and he hits all three three throws to win and um yeah i mean they're close games i i you know both those teams they're not going to want it close if if i'm either coach i i don't want it close um it was you could there was uh there was some frustration from the preston fans about the calls in preston and you know it is what it is you know if you're up by enough points it doesn't matter i guess is what i is what i was thinking but those games those district games are going to be they're going to be crazy so and um century plays preston tonight century's senior night um at home and uh yeah they'll be it'll be interesting to see what what how that game goes to uh century played pretty close to preston at preston and then just kind of lost gas but you know century is not a terrible team either um in that conference but preston and Pocatello won it, you know, say we go by the seeding, right? One team is not going to be happy that they don't make it to state <laughs> for sure. Yes. Yeah, that's no matter uh, how it goes. Bit. If century won the bid and Preston and Pookie didn't make it, we'd probably have two very upset teams, <laughs> right? Yeah, so I mean, it's <laughs> going to be crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So everybody gets four lead games. Pocatello is now three and oh, Preston is one and two century is oh and two. So you're looking at now, if century can beat Preston, and then they play Pocatello one more time and they get a win there. Century all of a sudden is your two seed at districts and, and Preston would be the three. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot still to be decided um, in this conference for sure. Uh, sticking with four a hoops the, the top two teams in district six met up in the past week as well. You had Hillcrest taking on Blackfoot last Friday. That was at Hillcrest. Um, the Knights get out of there with a with a 12 point win 80 to 68 but I think what we're learning here is that uh maybe Hillcrest isn't miles and miles and miles ahead of everybody like we thought at the start of the year they're still kind of the favorite right but the gap between them and Pocatello and Blackfoot and Preston is narrowing look at their most recent games uh they only beat Preston by six 67 61 uh, and then they beat Blackfoot by just 12. So I think the gap is closing a little bit.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And, and Blackfoot is, I think Blackfoot is a lot like the football team of this year. Sometimes when you watch them, they're the best team in 4A. And then sometimes you watch them and you're kind of just scratching your head like, what are they doing? But, you know, they've got Javante King. He can he can go off for 30 points and do all kinds of crazy stuff that can keep you in a game. And they have good shooters like Ryan Reynolds and Hale, um, so Blackfoot is a team that is just a head scratcher to me because they've beat Preston, they've lost to Preston um, in close games, and yeah, I mean, I I think Hill Hillcrest um, started out, you know, kind of just walking the walk, and now they're having to talk the talk a little bit, a little bit more in these games, but they they would still be my my favorite and. And uh, just kind of thinking about that, you just don't want to be the the undefeated team and play Madison, right? <laughs> so Madison <laughs> able to beat poke the Thunder and and Hillcrest, so uh, that's kind of interesting too. It'd be it'd be interesting to see Madison play like Blackfoot or play um, um we'll see Blackfoot beat Madison once and lost to Madison once, but I don't think Madison played um, Preston, which I think that would be an interesting game just to get a barometer on these teams because it's so hard when they don't have these head-to-head matchups. Like it would have been, you know, I, we know Preston lost to Hillcrest twice but played him much closer to the second time, and that game could have went either way too. So, yeah, you, you got good coaching on all these teams and good players. And, um, yeah, I think like you said, it's not it, – I think at the start of the year we would probably would have just went, Hillcrest is going to win this thing for sure. But, you know, I think it's a little more more of a discussion now.
0: Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And and finally, I wanted to touch on 3A Boys Basketball, where you have the top two teams in Districts 5 and 6 finally playing. Um, in District 6, Sugar Salem and Teton met up last uh, week. That was last Wednesday. Uh, Sugar won 59-51, to 51, so pretty close game. Eight-point win for the Diggers. The rematch comes in the regular season finale in Driggs on February 10th. So that is uh, in two days sean um again both of these teams seem like they're pretty talented um and they'll be fighting it out for for district six supremacy and then on uh, in district five snake river and marsh valley the top two teams they met up last wednesday snake only won by five 52 to 47 their rematch comes on friday night in Aramo. so we've got these same matchups happening On Friday night, Sean, and it's just like on the girls' side, we talked about it, where there are basically 2.25 bids between these four teams, between Sugar, Teton, Marsh Valley, and Snake. There's going to be two district champions, and then the two second-place teams will play each other in a knockout game, and then whoever wins that would have to win a second game to get to state. There's going to be a really good team that doesn't make it
1: yeah I, I would agree and um it's just about you know playing your best at the end and and that's why i you know i talked about last week that makes districts so unique is even though it doesn't count as your as your ranking but it, it's 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 your opportunity to get to state and if you can lock that up early and win the district championship that's that's really the uh, that's the cool thing about it you know it doesn't matter what your seat is if you make the state i mean i you know no one's gonna care right if you get there with the limited opportunities in those two districts. Um, like I, you know, we, you know, they could combine, I think it'd be kind of cool too, to see what would happen out of that. Um, <laughs> right. And maybe get an extra bid that way. But I, you know, I don't, I don't want to go there.
0: <laughs> another topic for another day. Uh, that is for sure. So that's kind of what's uh, going on, taking the temperature of basketball action. A friendly reminder, if you want uh, wrestling uh, breakdowns of what's going on in East Idaho and statewide. Be sure to tune into the Matt chat prep cast on IdahoSports.com. We are recording it live on Wednesday, the eighth, 8 PM mountain time. You can always catch it on the replay as well. All right, Sean, thanks for, uh, thanks for doing this as always. We appreciate it.
1: Oh yeah. I, I try my best. I don't know if I'm the expert yet, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you're getting there.
0: Nobody, nobody. Here's a little secret: nobody really is an expert. <laughs> Everyone says they are, but there's always more things to learn. That's for sure.
1: Here's my hot take: I think there's definitely going to be some East Idaho teams with blue trophies in the next weekend. Okay, that's you- that's that's my hot take.
0: Okay, hot take. We like it. <laughs> and uh oh yeah, friendly reminder: next week's show. Um we we won't do uh, an East Idaho prepcast where it's you and I Sean instead we will do our annual girls state basketball tournament preview show we'll do it live on the idahosports.com youtube channel facebook page and twitter account and then I will drop that preview show into the East Idaho prepcast uh podcast feed as well but you you and I are going to be breaking down the 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 4A brackets on the on the preview show you ready
1: um well if they finish the tournament I'd be a little more ready <laughs>
0: right if we could ever get there and get some teams filled in, um
1: I think uh, you know if you look at four a girls it's i think it's pretty wide open i, I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's there's a, a team that i would i would lock in. I would say there's a few t- there we've, there's probably gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna have a chance, and you probably can throw those those seeds out the door i think maybe in four a i I don't know how how well they're gonna be um they're, that they're gonna you know, just because it's a one versus eight, is that gonna really make a huge difference maybe but but those other seeds you could probably throw out the door in that for a tournament. I you know I think there's there's a lot of teams that are pretty even across the board that are gonna be in those top eight spots.
0: yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun to see how it all shakes out for sure. so stay uh, stay tuned for when uh, we have the announcement of our girls basketball. State tournament preview show that'll be next week on idahosports.com. Until then, thanks for tuning into the East Idaho Prepcast for Sean Kane. I'm Brandon Bainey and we'll see you next time on idahosports.com.